0: Welcome into the Hustle Show podcast, Drew Martin, Chris Thurston, Kelly in Vegas, Adam Trigger. We are breaking down NFL championship weekend. We got college basketball picks coming to you as well. We are brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Check them out, vivatequilaseltzer.com. Use the promo code HUSTLE20 for 20% off your order. Viva Tequila Seltzer, refreshing and drinkable hard seltzer, 88 calories, zero carbs, zero sugar, 4.5% ABV. Also powered by wagertalk.com you're looking for free picks with analysis none better than wagertalk.com best free live odds in the industry check it out wagertalk.com live odds screen going around the horn with three of the most interesting personalities in sports betting at kelly in vegas on twitter kelly stewart check her out at barstool sportsbook and wagertalk.com kelly welcome in how you
1: feeling hey drew Ah, uh, how am i feeling I mean, I feel fine, uh, but uh, I am not fine. I I don't, life is really good, except for this roller coaster ride that I've been on in college basketball. You know, when I started betting college basketball early, it was because of the bowl games and things like that. And I was giving out, I maybe gave out like five or six bets in November, right? And then I started really getting into college basketball, went on a nice run, then went to St. Croix, went on a real nice heater, went 12 and 1. And the entire month of January since I've been home has been in, never mind, I'm not going to use that term. It has not been good. It has been absolutely terrible. I have been 1 and 2, 3 and 1, 5 and 0, 0 and 5, 4 and 0, 0 and 3. And this last weekend has just been a nightmare. I went 2 and 0 on Sunday after going 0 and 5 on uh saturday went on oh, and one of, it is what it is right like there's it's just bottom line is a fucking roller coaster ride and get me off of it like i like i posted the chris farley me was ripping his hair out and that's how frustrated i am today on the group chat i know you don't usually respond until 6 p.m drew but there <laughs> this morning was like 7:30 a.m and these guys are already going at it and i'm just like you know what shut up i'm done betting on bad teams i am done i have a Do not bet list right here. And I have a do not bet against list. And I'm going to tell you who's on both. Do not bet against, Kelly, Alabama until further notice. Do not bet against K-State until further notice. Do not bet on St. John's. Do not bet on LSU. Do not bet on Ole Miss. Do not bet on Mississippi State. I am done with those four teams. Just done. LSU had 34 seconds there where they were covering the game. And I thought, okay, great. They're going to make a run here. Nope, lose by 20. I have seen enough. I am done. I'm going to start being very selective, and I have a best bet for tonight. (laughs)
0: Like it. Great intro from Kelly. Don't ask
1: me how I am because I'm not a good liar.
0: (laughs) And you brought up the group chat and uh, Arkansas, LSU. I remember Uh Muscleman with that cast. uh, I think it was last year. Just a wild man on the sidelines. Uh, Always good stuff. Ooh, pig, suey. I guess.
1: God, I guess.
0: (laughs) Hey, we got Chris Thurston at CTBets16. We need a hula dance or something, buddy. We need you getting wild on this show. How you doing, buddy?
1: Drew, I'm kind of not drinking viva. We gotta get him like four Vivas in before the show. Then we see the hula.
2: Yes.
3: <laughs> Drew, I'm kind of in the same uh boat as Kelly, right? I feel fine. Um, but I've been kind of on a roller coaster as we know. The last kind of month and a half, really. Yeah. I was uh I was having a great week last week. Started the week off great with them the Monday night with the boys game. On Saturday, the two uh, the two NFL picks that I leaked like, least like the most, of course, come in and I barely hit them. Uh, and then Sunday, the two big plays that I liked, um, you and I actually were against each other. You went two and zero, I went two and zero. So tip of the cap to you on that, Drew. And I, I went two and zero on Sunday in hoops, and the Mac two and zero on Monday in hoops, and then uh, back to zero and two last night in hoops, Drew. So it's uh, it's been a roller coaster ride. I'm with Kel. I feel fine. Um, I don't remember Like her and I had an unbelievable year last year. Both of us, as everybody knows, like we we crushed it both uh, in college football, NFL. We did pretty well in hoops. So as expected here, this last month and a half hasn't been great for me. But um, hey, we're gamblers. Right. And uh, this isn't for everybody. <laughs> that's that's for damn sure. So I'm doing all right. True. All
0: right. Well, yeah. Bounce back mode for CT bets. It's got some house money on the line. I know a, a college basketball game tonight. Excited to hear his, uh, his opinions and uh, championship weekend, a good weekend to bounce back for CT Adam trigger at top flight SI. Check him out at wagertalk.com Trig, how you feeling, buddy?
2: I feel good. College basketball finally rolling for me. Uh, I'm in the same boat with football. I actually like jokingly. Um, Chris texted me earlier and he's like, you know, we were talking about the two NFL games. Uh, and I was just like, I, I actually hate both of these games and couldn't care less about either of them. And it's really how I feel. I know it's like crazy to say that in like championship week, but I gave back a little bit the last couple of weeks of the football season. I've still had like a great year and like, I'll be perfectly honest. If either of these games were just on a normal Sunday, I would have already passed on them. So I, I'm kind of in that boat with like the, the football games this week and just how NFL has gone the last, uh, maybe three or four weeks overall after I was just on fire for like the first 16, 17 weeks of the season, but college hoop. Um, I started off a little cold. I I've been, it's been really going well the last few weeks. Um, and, and you know, getting to go to the, all these games is fun. Cal and I were out in, uh, the Midwest last week. Of course it's well documented now that I missed the game of the year. Uh, cause I couldn't get out of Syracuse in time. Uh, But I ended up going to Michigan State Rutgers on my way home. And I'm going to be with the Wager Talk crew tomorrow night. The office crew, the Detroit office crew, we're all going to Purdue, Michigan. It's snowing here, Kel. If my flight gets canceled, I'm getting in the Jeep, and I'm just driving there. No way. No way. It's a seven-hour drive. There is no way I'm not going to be at Michigan-Purdue tomorrow night, Kelly. There is no way Michigan-Purdue, number one in the nation, hopefully going down. Because uh, I know they're all Michigan fans, or Ooh. most of them are. So, uh, but yeah. Other than that, feeling good. Got my Missouri sweatshirt that I bought at the game with Kelly last week. Uh, they cashed for me last night, so things are going okay. It
0: looks like it looks like you're like in in your dorm room right now at Missouri. So I'm
2: actually I'm down at my um, my fiance's dad owns a factory uh, town over, but we're like like I kind of got displaced from my office, so I've just been like there's an office here that I can use. And it's just much better than the setup I currently have. While like some stuff gets renovated, so I don't have the green screen up. So it's just the the printer from like 1994 and this cool little wooden American flag. And I think we still have a Christmas decoration. But is yeah, that a printer or, or is
1: that a fax machine? Because that looks like I think a fax it's a fax machine.
2: Fax machine. I think yeah, it's I was a fax. I'm
1: pretty sure that's a fax machine. I don't, I don't know even know how to use faxes. one of
2: those. Do you know how to use a fax machine? Yeah, you I, do- I don't, I don't type it in like a phone. <laughs> It's just this. All right. I don't think I've ever seen
1: Be honest, you don't know how to use a fax machine. Come on.
2: I mean, I might have used it in like high school one time. Can't tell you the last time I faxed something, Kel.
1: I unfortunately had to fax some bullshit. I had to go to the UPS store, it cost me like $18 because it was like seven pages, and it was a nightmare, and they kept getting an error signal. And I was just like ready to kill somebody. I'm like, it is 2023. Why am I having to fax?
2: Yeah, what do you even have to fax these days? Like, what requires the facts?
1: I don't know. Companies living in 20 years ago.
0: Maybe, uh, yeah, I can't think of it. I can't think of much either. But I can think it is championship weekend. We only got three NFL games left. Kind of a sa- sad time. But at the same time, a good weekend to be a sports better overall. A lot of college basketball games coming up this weekend. But for the NFL here, CT, Kelly, Trig. anybody got a big game breakdown in football?
1: Not in football. I'm saving it for my best bet at the end of the show.
3: Yeah, Drew, I got a big game breakdown. It's in hoops, and um, my best bet's in the NFL, so I could get right to a uh, big game breakdown on the hardwood if you'd like.
0: I, I, I was thinking, just going back and looking at what people like, uh, giving them football in the beginning and then at the end. I, I don't know. I think there was a little sweet spot there of college college basketball in the middle. Let us know in the chat box what you guys think. I was going over – You know what, when people are clicking in and out and I guess if nobody has NFL for the big game breakdown, I can hit it right now. Sure. And I'm jumping on the wagon of the San Francisco 49ers guys winning 12 straight games, nine of their last 10 overall against the spread. Don't jump off the wagon just yet. Let all these Yankees in the Northeast, Oh, Philadelphia, the Eagles. Oh, they're so good. The offense is so flashy. Jalen hurts. The game is one in the trenches. San Francisco has been money on defense. We're going to be talking about what the 2015 Denver Broncos defense back in the the Baltimore Ravens with Ray Lewis. Well, we're watching it happen right now. Guys, the San Francisco 49ers defense 2022 2023 here. This defense is for real. I'm riding them. Get it up to plus three. Of course, the all important plus three in the NFL got to pay up a little bit. Drew,
1: Drew, Drew, Drew. Do not. We're not advocating buying points because it ain't getting to three. There's no way this is getting to three.
0: Well, I got down at plus three minus 125. I, I, oh, I was going to say some juice threes were out there. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. Well, all right. Carry on. I'm done with my lecture.
0: <laughs> well, I, I don't my know. I th- I
1: think in, in
0: a case like this, I, I, I don't know. Plus three minus 125 instead of what? Plus two and a half. I'm just saying,
1: Drew, this is going to be my best bet at the end of the show. I did bet on it today. I gave it out. I've been touting Niners in a teaser, Niners plus two and a half, Niners money line since the line came out. I bet two and a half early because I knew it wasn't going to get to three. Even all this Philly talk, right? And everybody wants to be on Philly. I don't know if three is worth 25 cents. And that is an old school VR question because at one point in time, he gave me a little chart on what you should pay to buy on and off of 3. That'd be great. And I will actually send out a text right now and see if I can get that because it is uh that's a that's a hefty price to pay. Obviously it only hurts if it loses, but we'll see.
2: Okay. And and Can I can I just jump in before Drew goes with that? Are you not like if it's if it's 3 minus 120 or -125 and that's what's offered, like you're not going to take that? Like I I would take that. I'd actually pref- I prefer that over like the two and a half with like even money, I'd rather have the three. That's just me. That that was my
0: option. Trig is is two and a half at even money or plus three at minus one twenty five. Obviously, I you know I went down on the plus three minus one twenty five. But um, yeah, hey, it is what it is. I also sprinkled some on the money line. So uh, it's San Francisco for me, guys, and big game breakdown, and uh, probably gonna look to bet them in the Super Bowl as well. And, and the last thing that did it to me because I was on Monday, I was going over it. I went to a sandwich shop right next to my house, and the guy's really nice. Philadelphia Eagles hat on the whole bit. I'm like, what do you think of the game? He's like, oh, I'm not even worried about San Francisco. You know, I I was more – I would have been more – I'm more worried about, you know, in the Super Bowl, the Bengals, whatnot. And that's what did it to me. I'm like, no, you're not even worried about them. I'm getting down on them. San Francisco plus three. So big game breakdown for me. CT bets, Have at it, buddy.
3: Yeah, I, I uh, you know, you said you wanted to hit a little football. I, I don't disagree. I, I, uh, I have a small bet on on San Fran plus two and a half as as well, Drew. But uh, the AFC Championship will be my um, will be my my best bet for for tonight. So I'll leave that until then. Um, but Drew, I'm heading to uh, to the hardwood here for a big game breakdown, and I'm heading back to the SEC, Drew. Um, and that's when Auburn your Auburn Tigers take. Texas A&M Aggies tonight down in Tigerville, and uh, Auburn. They've been one of my top teams in the country this year, and and I said on the show last week when I gave them out as a as a road freight favorite in big game breakdown. They went out on to blast LSU. They had a few blunders uh, earlier in the season, but they've been great uh, recently. Ever since uh, Coach Bruce Pearl blasted their asses after they got mauled uh, back in G- early January uh to Georgia. Big uh Bruce Pearl fan. Love when he gets fired up and, and love that he's back to, to coaching and not on ESPN. Um but since since then they've blasted through five straight SEC foes. Uh most recent this past Saturday uh beating USC uh that's South Carolina 8166 and uh drew the Aggies they were on a nice little run themselves. Uh they won seven straight that came to a halt this past Saturday. They ran into a much improved kentucky team who finally kind of looks like the kentucky we're used to seeing uh year in and year out but auburn Auburn, as you know that they they do it through their defense it helps them pull away from their opponents once their scoring gets going um they rank 38th in the nation here only allowing 63.2 points per game still and uh i i say it a lot here but you can't i can't stress it enough one of the best three-point defenses in the country um, the Moorhead State, the transfer, Johnny Brom, he, he's hes only a sophomore. He's been lights out. Him and Wendell Green, both with double-doubles this past Saturday. And I think it comes down to, look, this Bud, Buzz Williams team, they, they have a good record overall. They're 13-6, and six, but it's worth, worth pointing out that they, they lost to Murray State. They lost to Wofford. Um, and then when they faced their first SEC, you know, true test on Saturday, they turned the ball over constantly, 16 freaking times here yes I know Auburn they had some questionable losses uh at the start here but Pearl has this team going and they have uh, a defense that could be any anyone in the country here in my opinion so I laid it with the Tigers tonight minus four drew uh for my big, big game breakdown playing the Auburn Tigers
0: like it good stuff uh tough place to play there in the jungle too on the plains so uh we'll see if they can cover that number against Texas Am good breakdown CT Kelly you got a, uh, a big game breakdown.
1: I do, Drew. Uh, I just gave that out this out on two different shows. I just did Big Man on Basketball with Jeff Nadeau, and then I hopped on Adam Spaces. Look, I got six games tonight that were on my long list. I had Wisconsin, Wake Forest, Butler, Tulane, Georgia, and UCF, and I was like, "There's absolutely no way." Ready? Exactly. I'm giving out all six of those. There's just no way. Not after going 0-4 last night. It's really hard sometimes to narrow down. Saturday I gave out five, went 0-5. Like Sunday I was like, all right, I only like one, and then I like the other one a little bit, and I ended up going 2-0. I agree. Yes, I need to be very selective, especially (laughs) when ice cold. So I'm taking UCF plus 10, Brian Power, uh, just mentioned on the spaces with Trigg. I said I was told Johnson and Burr were both game time decisions. He opted right in and said Johnson is a go tonight. So that is good news for UCF. I also like them plus five and a half. Now, little rationale. Yes, UCF has dropped two straight, both of those on the road. This is a much better team at home. They are 6-0 and um, this year at, in their last six home games. Houston, just off that ugly loss to Temple, where they couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Temple was nailing everything. Now, sometimes games uh, or teams lose that game twice, and I have a feeling that might be what happens to Houston night. I think this is too many points. Trick brought it up uh, that the last time these two played, the, the line was significantly higher. Uh, but, of course, because the game was in Houston, uh, UCF got the cover. That was the last time I bet them it was when I was in St. Croix. If I keep losing, I'm just going to have to go back to a tropical island forever, guys, because I'm about over this losing shit.
0: Nothing wrong with that, right? Is that serious? Something you would do? I no? am
1: not exaggerating, Drew. I went 4-0 on bets when I was in Kansas and Missouri with Trig, And then I come back to Florida, and now I'm losing again. It's it's just a very weird thing. I don't know why. I have no idea. Maybe I need to, like, sage this office or something. <laughs> Me and Kyrie.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, like, where you're sitting and watching the games. Not really sure. Change something up
1: yeah I have to it's it's just not it's not going well for me right now um I'm headed up to my dad's right after the show so maybe uh, his house will bring me some better luck
0: hopefully we got uh best bets coming up trig
2: you got a uh, big game breakdown I do and I'll just comment on uh Kelly's play I mean if Johnson played like he had a great game in the first game um and, and that was like so I think he's huge I think he's bigger than Durr in terms of like importance to that game if he's gonna play, uh, I would say UCF at the number it is now. Because remember, that opened Houston. Some places opened that Houston minus 7. So the fact that you can still grab a 10, at least you could a few minutes ago when I looked at the odd screen, um, knowing that Johnson might be in is is incredible value right there. To Because if Johnson, if it was known that he was going to be in, I would say that this would have probably been 8 or something. It probably would have never hit 10. So... You're at least getting a great number there uh, if you can still get UCF plus 10. And I'm going to go with a big dog in in hoop as well. I've touched on this on other shows, but it's something I've actually bet tonight. It's one of my client plays, so I wanted to give it out on here. Uh, And that's Rhode Island plus nine. Uh, Guys, I made a change. I talked. I called CT Bets up, complained to him for an hour. Uh, He probably had me on like mute or put the phone down and went away and came back or something. But basically, I was about, uh, Chris, what was it, like two weeks ago where I was like, "What? what is, like, why can't we win in college hoops? Like, we, you know, it was a, a really, like, not a great run. And I made a change to targeting. I started just targeting the teams, for the most part, that I've seen play in person. Uh, I've been to 13 different venues already this year. I'll go to my 14th tomorrow uh, up in Michigan. And, and I've done so much better. I'm actually 13-5, and five, my last 18. And it's largely based on the fact that I've just sort of slimmed down. Like there's 360 Division I teams. You got to cut that that down somehow. It's really difficult to try to handicap 360 teams. Some days there's over 100 games, right? Like that's really, really tough. And so I've started targeting the teams that I've seen play, that I followed closer. It's yielded instant results. I'm hoping it yields another winner here. I'm going to fade Dayton, who I saw play out in Las Vegas earlier this year. They were super underwhelming when I saw them as a ranked team play unranked UNLV and lose. And since then, I've kind of followed them. And I just like Chris and I were at the Sportsbook two Fridays ago. We watched them blow a big lead to VCU in a game that was like they were up 14 at half. They were controlling that game. And once it became apparent that their guards could not handle the ball, VCU just went to town, came back and won the game. Malachi Smith came back a couple games ago. He played 21 minutes over the weekend. I don't think he was, like, a huge addition. Uh, they lost to George Washington in that game. Um, so, you know, he's a guy that Dayton expected a ton out of this year. But he got hurt in November. And you look back to last year, I mean, he's he played 30 minutes a game. He only averaged about nine points a game. So I just don't know that, like, his him being back and Kobe Elvis being back, like, I don't know that they moved the needle a ton in the short term. Now, in the long term, maybe, like once they get some games under their belt. But Elvis only played like 13 minutes. He's been back for a game. Malachi Smith played 20 minutes, and I think he got into the game before. And both of these guys have been out since November. So I just disagree. Like, this got bet up from seven. It's actually very similar betting uh, pattern to, to what Kelly is dealing with with UCF in Houston. Dayton got bet up to nine, and I just disagree with it. Rhode Island's a tough place to play. Archie Miller, first year there, in a total rebuild, but they're scrappy, and they play like they're horrible on the road, but at home, that, I've been to that arena too. Kind of a like a, it's always a tricky home court down there in Rhode Island, even when they're not great. So I took the nine. I think Rhode Island's going to scrap in this game. They're not great offensively, but they're scrappy. They're going to defend. And if Dayton's just kind of a mess like they've been, turning the ball over, missing free throws, you know, ball handling issues. Not a great free throw. Uh, not a great uh, shooting team from the perimeter. I think Rhode Island can just like keep that in a like a low scoring, ugly battle that stays within nine. And I'll be honest, I I have George Washington and Rhode Island rated relatively similar, so I don't think an upset is out of the question. Dayton just hasn't been good. I'm taking Rhode Island plus nine. It's a it's a four percenter, and one of the things I bet on Wednesday.
0: Rhode Island, in the house. Kelly, we got uh, Keith saying you got to get out of that basement, Kel, fresh air.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot of things that I probably should be doing differently. Interesting though, I Jake, I will post on Twitter, the VR slash Ralph chart. Ralph said he needs 20 minutes, so I don't know if I'll have it by the end of the show. There was another comment I wanted to address as well. Uh, Neil, oops, oops, I don't know how to pronounce that. Hooches? Anyway, uh, sorry, Neil, for butchering your last name. Uh, do you guys plan on doing a Saturday show again eventually? So, as of right now, Barstool has me doing a Saturday morning spaces right before tip. Not opposed to maybe uh, a little, you know, like maybe starting here soon. Doing some other stuff. But that means we got to get up early, boys.
2: Yeah, and... so Wager Talk has a Saturday show that I'm on now. So, like, we'll we'll, we'll oh, see. Like, Which show is this? So, it's kind of actually... It's very similar to what we did, sort of. Like, it's called Last Call. Just first episode was last week. Okay. Um, There's a few different panelists, and we take questions, but it's a little different. Instead of four of us on at the same time, it'll be, like, me for eight minutes, Brian Power for eight minutes, uh, Drew, I'm sure they'll have you on at some point. And it's just uh, Megan Payton Payton hosts it.
1: Megan's working on a couple Saturday morning shows.
2: Yep, so she hosts it and it's like i'll be on for 8 minutes i'll usually give out like a, one of my client plays and then we'll take some questions so it's you know it's similar like we just try to fire off some games at 11am before the game start uh you know kind of what we were doing last year with uh with this the hustle show
0: all right, guys, we got a game going at 6 30 here. Xavier in Connecticut. And uh Carrie's asking about it. And I'll use that for my my best bet here, Carrie. Uh Xavier, Connecticut, 6 30. Guys got seven minutes to get down on this. We got a total of 154. Um, Xavier, money from three point land. If they are knocking down their threes, we're gonna look pretty on this. I'm betting the over 154, Xavier in Yukon. They're hitting 39% from three. Last time these two teams played, uh it finished over this total, 83-73. And I think they could even go higher than that tonight. Both of these two teams, huge over trenders. 14 and 5 to the over for Xavier. We got 13 and 8 trending to the over for UConn. So uh add that up. It's almost two to one overs when these two teams have been playing this this season. Trend is your friend in sports betting. Trend. Pointing towards the over here, so it goes off in six minutes. Here, the happy hour special, Xavier in Yukon over 154 market wide right now for my best bet. Um, feel free, guys, uh, throw out best bet or, or, or final thoughts. I, I didn't mean to uh, rush into best bets, but no, uh, you needed uh, to
1: give that out though because you're right. If it started in five minutes, that's important. Really quick, uh, Trig, what time is that last call? Wager Talk Show on Saturdays.
2: I think we did ele- I think it's 11 a.m. Now, now, okay, you got, Eastern, now you got me, 8 yeah, 11 a.m. Eastern. 11 a.m. Eastern. I'm almost. Okay. Po- yeah, it was 11 a.m. Eastern. I didn't I realize we had already
1: person. started that. You know, as the uh, vice president of media, I should probably know that uh, I get too many emails. That's why I had it unsubscribed from yours.
2: That's okay. I think, honestly, Kel, I think we like kind of just like threw it together last second last week and did it, but we had a bunch of viewers and it, and it worked out well. So I, I, I think it's something we're going to continue uh, to do going forward. Real okay. quick. Chris, Chris and I just kind of talked about Yukon Xavier. Uh, thoughts on the side. I like bounce back and forth with this one, but man, it's at Gamble. It, it's just like Gamble Pavilion is so much better than the XL Center for, for UConn home games. I kind of am starting to lean toward the Huskies. I think CT leans that way as well.
1: I would lean that way.
3: Yeah, uh, so I just did your your spaces trig, and I was gonna say, Carrie, if you're looking for a side here, I'm on I'm on UConn minus six. And as Drew said, um, these teams played back uh New Year's Eve. Xavier ended up beating them by ten. And, you know, UConn's been on a roller coaster ride ever since. We saw them play well last last Wednesday for the first half versus Seton Hall. Um, although Coach Dan Hurley and, and their top assistant, uh we're not coaching that game and they collapsed in the second half, rebounded this past Saturday versus Butler. Um, I think this is the more talented team. You Treg said it best. Um, this day, game is a lot different at Gamble than in Hartford here, and this UConn team could beat you in so many ways. So um I like the Huskies uh minus six here tonight if you're looking for a side on that one.
2: CT, is it really does it really take 45 minutes or to get to downtown Hartford from campus? Yeah, it, it's it, like it,
3: yeah, it's thirty to forty-five minutes, pending pending traffic. Like I don't worse
2: re-
1: than DePaul then, because DePaul's like a 20, 25 minute bus ride.
3: Wednesday night tonight, like especially because there's you know there's snow and and traffic, like getting mm-hmm. there for a six thirty game, close to forty-five in an hour Trig. That's so So, dumb. You,
1: so then you think people are going to be trickling in late?
3: No, well, it's at Gamble no. tonight. So that's why it's oh, huge. Okay, okay, Gamble,
1: I'm so sorry. Got it, so yes.
3: campus, Kelso, like the bars Got and it. the forums are right there, so they just flood in.
1: Sorry, I missed that. Okay, no, yeah, that's, no, all good. that's awesome. I so can you explain- think it's going to be absolutely rocking tonight? Oh, yes. yes.
2: Here's why that, like, so you, it's similar to Siena in the respect that UConn has so many alumni that stay in the Hartford area that they cater to the alumni more than the students in a lot of cases. So all those games at the Excel Center – are, like, probably majority alums, and then the hardcore students that, like, are just, like, the big basketball fans that are willing to, like, make the drive or, like, get out there from campus. It's similar to Siena. Like, we don't play on campus. We play in downtown Albany. Now, is like, 10, 15 minutes away. But, like, and, I, and I'm going to segue this. Friday night, Iona at Siena. The kids will show up for the Friday night games because they'll stay out. And go out in Albany on Friday night. It's like the only night of the week that you'll get. And then, of course, it's Iona and Rick Pitino. So I'm going to probably love Siena on Friday because they come off a loss. And it's going to be like the, one of their best home atmospheres of the year. Similar setup to UConn where they don't play on campus. And it's it's mostly because so many Siena alumni stay in the Albany area that they're, they're more concerned with selling season tickets to alumni who will pay for them than they are... Like the students being at the games, I can almost guarantee that's probably why UConn does the thing with XL Center play and then play a few well, games. You got you got
1: two minutes. Uh, UConn minus five, minus 105 available. So
2: Oh, that's pretty good if that's the case. I, I yeah. didn't see it that low. It scares yeah. me. <laughs>
1: I, I just bet it. I, why does it scare you? The whole world's on Xavier. It's I Xavier's know, totally I the know. square She's dog. I knew the, that. I just didn't. I'm telling you, I just have not been seeing the board very well. I just have no, My liens have done better. My liens, every single one except for last night, every single time I post a lien, two and oh, three and oh, three and one. And I'm like, and here I am giving out losers. And that's why I've been adding them to the bottom of my page because it's like, hey, if you agree with me, you should bet it.
2: Leg show. I saw some some money on St. Joe's. I leaned towards St. Joe's in the GW St. Joe's game. And I also lean toward Army. I think they, ma- they they beat American earlier this year, and I think they match up better. Like, if American hadn't lost four straight, I would probably have made Army plus three and a half like it would have made my card today. I'm just worried about the desperation spot for American there. But I do think Army is the better team, and, and they match up in that game. So just to answer the couple questions there.
0: Absolutely. Feel free to fire out what you're looking to bet in the chat box here. We're going live on the Wager Talk YouTube channel. And please uh, reply below in the reply section. A lot of people replying in on last week's show. We got RV in the house saying Zeno and Joe Ranieri. They're related, right? They sound like clones of each other. Non-pick related, just the breakdown and delivery. Thought that was kind of funny. I sent uh, a picture. Not- they're not Sorry,
1: I, they're not related, but I did send a picture of Mark Zeno from Instagram today because he was flexing in the mirror to one of my single girlfriends. <laughs> I go, well, mean we'll to hook you up with Zeno because she was explaining to me how much she loves meatheads uh, the weekend prior. And I was like, oh, I found one for you.
3: Oh, Jesus. I, <laughs> I like Zeno.
1: He's a nice guy, but I thought it was really funny.
3: Zino's the best. I'll, tex- I'll said- text
1: you guys separately who I sent it to and you're going to die. <laughs>
2: I mean, if I had Zeno's physique, I'd probably flex in the mirror too. I don't, so I don't do that. I'm with you, (laughs) Trey.
0: Zeno in San Francisco as well. He's in the chat box. Shout out to uh, Zeno. But, yeah, guys, feel free to reply below. Any questions you have for the Hustle panel, uh, we can answer them on next week's show too. Um, Yeah, any thoughts are more than welcome. So we got best bets coming up and any final thoughts here. Kelly, uh, at Kelly in Vegas on Twitter, Barstool Sportsbook, wagertalk.com. Kelly, take it away.
1: Yeah, you're we're in lockstep here. We both like the San Francisco 49ers. I told you guys to tease them with the Chiefs. That is now long gone because, well, Patrick Mahomes is not hobbling around on one leg like we thought we were going to see. Bottom line, I don't care about Purdy. I see Muhammad in the comment section talking about Purdy. I don't care about Christian McCaffrey. You know what I care about? The Niners defense. Bottom line, I said, I think it was three weeks ago on Twitter, I was done fading this team. They got added to my do not bet against list then. Um, And, look, this defense has absolutely torched opposing offenses. Eight of the last ten games, they forced at least two turnovers. We saw it again with Dak on Sunday night. I think we're going to see it. Jalen Hurts is going to be running for his life, and that's not something he's used to. Fine, they can beat the Giants, um, and they can, you know, claim that they have this great defense. Granted, right? Like, we know the exact Danny Dimes five times last week. This isn't the Giants. And I'm going to tell you what Kyle Shanahan has been doing really well. And it's probably what Kellen Moore should have been doing because he was doing it with Cooper Rush and then decided not to do it with Dak. And you have to understand your quarterback's limitations. And I think Kyle Shanahan and his team understand what we're getting with Brock Purdy. And if they can keep him from turning the ball over, they're going to win this football game. It's going to be a knockout, drag out, ugly game. I think the wussiest way I could do it would be to tease the Niners, but I'm also taking the two and a half and also – Sprinkling on the money line. Uh, I'll keep it short short and sweet since you already went over it, and uh, maybe somebody else is going to go over it as well.
0: Kelly, anything with Muhammad's uh, uh, comment here? Everyone he hasn't saying. seen my
1: Twitter timeline. It's all Eagles. Everybody loves Eagles. Eagles can't lose. Like you said, the guy at the sandwich shop, he's already buying Super Bowl <laughs> tickets to Phoenix. Yeah. Like
3: I agree. It's, it's just... been all Gulls everywhere. Yeah.
0: I, that's what I was gonna get at Muhammad. If, if you go to wagertalk.com, they have the percentage of tickets, it's For almost 80 sure. percent on the on the Eagles. So I don't know.
1: One other, I one other thing, and I, I think I touched on this on bet on it, or else I made fun of the guy during commercial break. But either way, I got tweeted yesterday. Do you know how cold it's gonna be? West Coast team traveling east. Well, first of all, West Coast teams actually have now broken that trend, and not only have they broken it, they've obliterated and they have a winning record. West Coast teams traveling east now have a winning record. This is not 1980. Or they're Dude, taking commercial for, flights <laughs> they have a private plane it'll be like four and a half hours san fran to philly and oh by the way it's not like it's a, a 1 a.m kick it's 3 p.m eastern and they're going to be fine stop making san, that part of your handicap
2: san francisco gets cold as shit like i don't know like, san francisco that's not is like going much. to be
1: colder on sunday than philadelphia
2: yeah. Dude, we that is not Oh, like Paco Healy, if he's here, could probably explain the, the uh, geography and weather of California. Like where he's at is hot. San Francisco gets windy and cold. Like it's not that's not so like they're fine playing in cold and wind. like they I mean, they don't play at candlestick point anymore where it just used to be windy and really cold, like cold and windy. But still, I, I don't think weather is going to play a play an issue at all.
0: Best bet in for Kelly. Uh, CT bets. you got uh, your best bet. Final thoughts for the show?
3: Yeah, sure, Drew. Uh, Final thoughts. Uh, You know, I I admit when I was wrong, I I was completely wrong about the Cincinnati Bills game uh, last week. Bills got dominated from start to finish. So tip my cap to uh, Bengals backers there. Um, That being said, I'm going to the AFC championship here for best bets, Drew. And um, as we all know, Zach Taylor and the Bengals, they've beat the Chiefs uh, three times in a row here all by all by three points and all in the, the underdog role and I think it's worth noting that it, in in those three games the chiefs had the lead going into the fourth quarter in all three right uh, the first one they get some questionable pi calls against them uh, game two well we all remember that right that's the AFC championship uh, collapse last year that. I, I just don't think will happen to the Chiefs again. Um, and Game Three, well, that was this year when Butker misses a, a field goal that he usually hits, and Kelsey fumbles, uh, and it, it costs them the game. Here, it's not—it's uh, not like the Chiefs have some uh, huge changes and they need to make some, uh, you know, mountain-moving uh, changes here to uh, to beat the Bengals. Uh, as you said, we saw this line open up. Chiefs—they they open up uh, favored by one and a half. Line since flips gets as high as two and a half. I think it even ticked to three for a hot, hot second at a few places. Um, and now like Kelly said, we see we see the news, it's it's uh bangles back to minus to minus one. And I think a big factor of this game is you know the bangles offensive line. Uh, you know, it's it's banged up with three key starters. And I know you're gonna say to me, Well, it didn't it looked pretty solid uh last week. Well, yeah, it, it did. I don't I don't put too much into that as the, the Bills don't have a great pass rush as we, we already know anyways. The Chiefs pass rush, is mu- it's much better. I think we're going to see that offensive line finally get exposed and struggle to protect Joe on Sunday. I like the revenge factor here of three. You know, it's the rematch of the AFC Championship last year in Arrowhead once again. Uh, Mahomes, he's going to play. They're going to shoot him up so he can't feel a thing. Um, I like Andy Reid and the fat genius to get back to the Super Bowl, take care of business on Sunday. Also think it's worth noting, you know, a lot of people I hear saying and shows I listen to, you know, Mahomes isn't gonna be able to move and high ankle sprain's a big deal. Well, not sure if you guys remember this, but back in 2019, uh, he had a high ankle sprain and it happened against uh the Jaguars as well that year. And uh He, he kept on playing and he ended up ripping off like three, four wins in a row with that, that high ankle sprain. Didn't take any time off was uh, listening to a few people today saying if this was the regular season, Mahomes wouldn't be playing. And I just think that's untrue. So I played on the chiefs plus one and a half. I know it's plus one. Now it doesn't matter. Like our good friend, um, Mark Lawrence tweeted earlier that Kelly re- retweeted as well here. You pick, uh, you pick the winner of the game championship weekend and you're going to cover the spread. So uh, chiefs to get it done here on Sunday.
1: I agree with uh, CT on the chiefs. One thing I was trying to figure it out about somebody. I think it was Patrick Burns. I couldn't find it. Now we've got wait, it's Patrick Burns. SF defense is overrated. Played a really weak schedule. Sir, did you, did you know that the Philadelphia Eagles had the second easiest schedule this year? year okay didn't know if you knew that sorry
0: (laughs) getting that through the chat box kelly i'm sorry
1: it's true that's why they went over their season win total i mean warren sharp does all of this stuff preseason i actually just threw away all of my football magazines because i was cleaning out my office and so but i do have the online version so i had to look it up and i'm like yeah i knew that i knew that in my brain but i just needed a little bit of uh, vindication there
0: absolutely yeah the truth the truth needs to come out with this stuff guys so uh thanks for that kelly we got uh adam trigger here at top flight si on twitter trig anything for uh best bets final thoughts
2: yeah so i mean i gave one of my four percenters out rhode island plus nine um for my best bet for the show i'll go with the degenerate special drew i'll go with the lone 11 p.m game tonight out west san diego state utah state um Listen, CT Betts called me yesterday. He said, Trig, are we bet why are we not betting Rutgers? We should be betting Rutgers. I said, I don't know, Chris. Like, I'm worried that Penn State is just going to shoot over their defense and it's not going to matter. I'm not sure I want to lay six and a half. Two hours later, he calls me back again. Why the hell did we not bet Rutgers? And I said, shit, you're you're kind of right. Like what I underestimated was the fact that Rutgers would defend the perimeter. And the reason I'm talking about Penn State Rutgers is this is the exact same game. It's the same matchup. It's it's essentially three-point shooting team in Utah State against elite defensive team in San Diego State that's probably going to be able to defend the perimeter and, and limit their ability to shoot good three-point shots. And Rutgers was able to take over in the second half last night, pull away for a 20-point win. And I feel like San Diego State's probably going to do the same thing here. Um, this is a Aztecs team that prior to the season, I thought, Might be a Final Four team. I don't know if I still think that, but the Mountain West is really good this year, and San Diego State is starting to sort of reemerge as like the best team out there. Um, I just think Utah State's going to have a really difficult time getting open looks. So unless the Aggies are bombing threes, which is less likely on the road in a venue where they've historically struggled, then I think San Diego State is the right side. And I'm not going to second-guess myself here like I did last night with Rutgers, which turned into a very easy win and cover. Um, this is a, a poor matchup, in my opinion, for Utah State. They never play well out, out in, in Paco Healy Land and in, in San Diego State out Paco-Healy there. Land. They do not play well there. I would lay the touchdown here. I think San Diego State is a far superior team. Utah State, in my opinion, just they've gotten a little bit fortunate with some of their scheduling spots and when they've caught teams. Well, they're catching San Diego State at the wrong time right now. This is a team that's going to continue to trend upward, in my opinion. Um, I would lay the, I think it's seven. I'd lay the seven. Uh, and leg show, yeah, first half, why not? I think San Diego State uh, is going to put in a pretty dominant performance tonight.
1: Greg, great news for you. Uh, on my long, long, long list from this morning, I had Utah State plus seven.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, it's just like, I I think, numbers-wise, it, it looks big, but it, it's very similar to to Rutgers, penn state where if utah state isn't making threes they're going to get absolutely run out of the gym and i'm going to bank on san diego state yeah but they're the best
1: three-point shooting team in the country right it's not like they live and die by the three they are literally the best three-point shooting team in the country and that's why i was trying to make a case from here on the road because they bang out a couple of late threes, they get the cover. I'm not saying they're going to go in and and you know win at San Diego State, right? And, but... and
2: that's and Kel, that's a it's a it's a great point, and that's going to be their ticket to to covering this game. Like if Utah State is just lethal from three, they're probably going to cover seven. But I'm willing to I'm willing to take the position that on the road against a team that's starting to ramp it up defensively, that that's probably they're probably going to shoot below their season average because this is probably the toughest sort of scenario they've had in a while. And well, I think that if they and, don't
1: and you know they're not going to get boards. They just don't. They they struggle on the glass and that's something that San Diego State does really really well. But maybe they don't have to play in the paint because they're Missouri 2.0 from freaking last night.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean that was and that was super unexpected. I mean Missouri had shot it so poorly for like four or five games. I, mean, I know. I still have no idea how we won our Missouri bet last week with how many... It's because I sat down and
1: pouted and started it's doing you something sat,
2: else. No, it's because you sat down and, and went on some site and refused to watch the game. And we, yeah. we made a run and came back. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just like, like when I turn off the TV at home. It was basically the same thing.
2: Yeah, and Shaolin in the chat makes a good point. It says the total is high. Both teams expected to light it up. I would lean toward the under if, like, if San Diego State is going to cover, it's probably going to go under because it probably means Utah State is is not getting those 3. So I would kind of agree right there. Um, you know, <laughs> Carrie said you need to get an interior decorator for the show. Yeah. I, I didn't throw the green screen up tonight. This is not my office. This is a cool wooden American flag though. That's a that I to cool. keep this. I'm going to keep this right here. Great Should show, we, also, guys. A lot uh, of guys
1: are asking who our Super Bowl matchups are. Do we want to close the show out giving out who we think yeah, is going to be in the Super it. Bowl?
0: Okay. Let's do it. Good go for it, Kelly.
1: Uh, like uh, Chris said, San Francisco 49ers, uh, they are the best defense right now in the NFL. And who wins championships? San Francisco is going to win the Super Bowl. I haven't quite decided if it's going to be Chiefs or Bengals. I lean the Chiefs. I think that the whole world loves the Bengals. I just hope the Chiefs keep it respectable and, and don't buy, lose by more than a touchdown at home. How about that? Uh, but I definitely think the Niners are going to win the Super Bowl. There is no value in betting the Niners. If you want to, Take the money line now in an open parlay, bet the money line in the Super Bowl. You'll get more than the plus, whatever it is at whichever sportsbook you're betting at.
0: Well said, Kelly. And I will go with the 49ers as well to win the Super Bowl. I think they do it over Cincinnati. Um, not a, I, I, that, that's the way I kind of view it. So uh, I guess I would go San Francisco, Cincinnati, Trig CT.
2: I honestly, I, I don't I don't have like I don't like either of these games. I think either could go either way. I'll be probably watching these with very little action and and hoping I get an overreaction to exploit in the Super Bowl. I, I yeah, honestly, Drew, I love that. I honestly, Drew cannot. I could make a case for all four sides here. I can't for the life of me see Brock Purdy playing in the Super Bowl. But then again, it looks like everyone is on the Eagles, and it makes me a little bit nervous to to step in there. And Craig, you I know mean, who I
1: also couldn't see in the Super Bowl? Peyton Manning, who could barely walk out yeah. to the line with his freaking glove on. That guy, I, that guy limped into the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, and I, and I guess, think the and strong- guess he won
1: it for him? The Denver defense.
2: <laughs> the yeah. defense, exactly. I think the strongest of the four sides is probably the Chiefs, but I kind of missed the number, and and now I like you know I don't know if I love it enough to to. You know, make it like a we back to pretty much pick them
1: now that we saw that Mahomes
2: is is alive and well. And like also, like how much of an overreaction might that be? Like, how do we know that he why? Because he was standing at the podium with no. I'm gonna say this
1: right now. I said this on bet on it. Andy Reid is the biggest liar in the NFL, and that is not an insult. He just does not tell the truth. He refuses to tell the media anything. So no matter what he says, it's probably a lie. Just
2: saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I again, just two games. Like, I, I can't wait to watch them as a fan. But I don't know if I'll have much action in these. Hopefully, I'll get the Super Bowl matchup I want. All
3: right. I'll get mine because I'm going to get out of here because I'm going to flip out because UConn sucks. Uh, Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. See ya. All
0: right, guys. That does it for the Hustle Show podcast. Thanks for joining us. Smash oh, that yeah. like button. Oh, Feel free to there.
1: reply
2: below. And, uh, Chris, we're li- fine. It's, it's early. It's it's seven minutes into a, a college
3: basketball game. Yeah, I'm fully aware it's... where it is. <laughs> seven
1: mi- I'm so glad that our viewers <laughs> got a little insight into seeing what watching games with Chris
2: Thurston is like.
0: CT Sportsbook. All right, CT. All right, Kelly. Trig. That does it for the show, guys. <laughs> Catch those tickets.
2: You left already. I can't stop.